Welcome to Soul Talk, soulful conversations exploring who you are, why you're here, and how to live your most authentic life. My name is Coop Blackson, nationally best-selling author of You Are The One, transformational teacher, and your host. I invite you to subscribe to the Soul Talk podcast for weekly inspiration from me, where I will share with you some powerful ideas, thoughts, and practical life wisdom to help you live life more fully, freeing yourself from your past, reclaiming your power, and living your true life's purpose. You can also go to www.cooplaxon.com, enter your name and email to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment. Let's get started with Soul Talk. Welcome everyone, it's Coot here. Welcome to a very special episode of the Soul Talk Podcast. The Soul Talk Podcast is about what really matters in life, a deep exploration that is designed to inspire you to connect and live your most authentic self and give your gifts to the world. In today's special episode, I'm going to be uh, sharing and exploring uh, what it really takes to thrive and stay strong through crisis. And I'm going to be sharing seven simple keys. That's right, seven simple keys to stay strong, to to grow through this challenging thing called crisis. You know, right now we're living in some intense times. We're living in some challenging times. We're being tested as a culture. We're being tested as a humanity. We're being tested individually and personally. Maybe you're facing a particular crisis in your life that is uh, emotional or mental or financial or at work or in your relationships. If you're a human being on planet Earth, likely at some moment in your life, you will face challenges. You will face this thing called crisis. You know, in Chinese, the word crisis also means opportunity. That even in the midst of challenges, even in the midst of life falling apart, even in the midst of difficulty, even in the most dark night of the soul type of situation, even in that moment of your greatest crisis, there is an opportunity. There is something more that is seeking to be revealed. There is something more that is seeking to happen. There is something more, a greater possibility, the more than you can currently see right now, even though in the midst of it, it's not easy. In the midst of it, it's challenging. In the midst of it, you might feel like giving up there is an opportunity. So what is the opportunity in crisis and how do you how do you stay sane and how do you tap into a deeper sense of strength and grow through crisis? I believe that every crisis is an opportunity to grow. Life is an opportunity to grow. And if you weren't truly ready for the lesson, the inherent lesson in the crisis, in the difficult situation, you would not be in it. So, so just know, first and foremost, that if you're in a difficult situation, if you're going through something really challenging, challenging right now, first know and trust that you are ready to deal with it. You are ready to grow through it. You've earned the right to evolve, to transcend and learn the lessons so that you can go to the next level. Uh, But crisis is never easy. I think many times uh, when we face crisis, we often ask ourselves, why me? Many times we try, we often give up. We can get disheartened. And we often say, why me? But I actually like to say, if you're in the moment of crisis, if you flip that paradigm and rather than going into the why me mentality, which is really a victim mentality, it's like, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me? This shouldn't be happening to me. You know, in a moment of crisis, what creates your suffering 
is actually not the situation or, or is not what's happening to you. What actually creates your suffering in a moment of crisis is your resistance to what is, your resistance to what is happening. In a moment of crisis, in a moment of difficulty, in a moment of challenge, if you really check your consciousness, if you really pay attention to your attention, you will find a particular mindset, a particular thought form that is creating your suffering. Okay, And if you really look deeply into your consciousness in that moment and look at where your attention's at, what is creating your suffering in that moment is the resistance. The resistance sounds something like this. The experience that I'm having is not the experience I should be having. I should be having some other experience than I'm actually having right now. So if you really look at that, in that moment, you are resisting what's happening. You're resisting the challenge. You're resisting the crisis. You're resisting the difficulty, which only moves you into a frustrated or disempowered state. So if you're in a moment of crisis, observe your resistance. And if you can notice that you're resisting and drop your resistance and actually begin to move yourself into relationship with relationship and acceptance of what's happening acceptance doesn't mean you do nothing we're going to go over some uh, about seven keys in a moment but it, it does mean you stop resisting and you move out of being a victim which frees up your energy to be able to deal with the situation that's right in front of you so let's just jump right into the seven keys to staying strong and surfing the waves of crisis key number one is unplug First, if you're in a moment of crisis, a moment of, uh, of difficulty, a moment of challenge, take a step back from the situation. It's always important to create some space. In that particular moment of crisis, sometimes we can get caught up and wrapped up in the emotion, in the drama of everything and everyone and everything that's happening around us. And we, it's easy to spiral in that moment into fear, to get so entangled and wrapped up and become a prisoner of fear and as a result to go into a state of reactivity right a state of being reactive to the situation if you are caught up in uh, uh, being reactive in a moment of challenge difficulty or crisis chances are you won't clearly see what is happening in the situation you won't clearly see the reality you, you also won't see the opportunities and the doors that the universe is opening for you to actually move through the crisis so if you act from unclarity and if you act from fear all that tends to happen is you tend to create more suffering and more things to be afraid of in your life. Acting from fear is a disempowered state. You cannot fix the problem using the same level of thinking that got you into the challenging situation in the first place. So if in that moment of difficulty, in that moment of crisis or challenge, stop, breathe, step back observe, get some perspective, get some perspective, check in with your body, reevaluate the situation. You know, many times out of fear and out of survival, what, what our uh, unconscious reaction tends to be is you may often just start running around, just making phone calls, doing things, just trying to get yourself out of the situation. But when you act from fear, you just perpetuate the very same dynamic, the very same pattern. And many times your actions won't be truly productive or truly effective. So if you can take a step back, 
when you take a step back, you can actually become still. In that moment of stillness, you can connect to your center. As you, con as you connect to your center, as everything is swirling around you and you connect to your center, and you can listen to your soul, listen to your inner compass. You unplug from what everyone else is telling you. You unplug from the, the unconscious reality of society. You unplug from, from everyone else's thought form or perspectives or thinking. And you can really listen to your soul and ask yourself and get in tune with what the lesson is in this situation. To get in tune with why is this happening in your life. Get in tune with what truly your soul is seeking f to learn by being in this situation. I believe that life, you see, is an evolutionary process that we incarnate into this human experience to learn lessons. We incarnate into this human experience to learn lessons and how we learn lessons are through various experiences and many of the much of the growth that you go through as a human being will arise from some challenging experiences. And so when you become still, when you truly become still, you can connect to that deep inner wisdom. You can listen to your deep inner wisdom and tune into the lesson. And, and I believe that as challenging as a relationship and a situation may be, when you're able to tune into the lesson, to learn the lesson, decipher the lesson, and then from that place decide... What is the right action? What is the next right action for you to take? Then you can, you could say, uh, transcend. As a result of learning the lesson, you can transcend your current level, your situation. And uh, as you learn the lesson, you unplug, you, you, you unlock the door to the next level of your life. I would say key two. Key two, step two to dealing with a crisis is really... As you listen, as you unplug and you listen, to actually stay in the now. To stay in the now. Not the past, not the future, but the present, the now. In moments of crisis, it's often easy to get swept up in the wave of fear, as we talked about. The mind often starts creating future fantasies about what could happen. If you notice, your mind will often create all sorts of what-if scenarios of things that could happen, might happen, worst-case scenarios of things that none of which have necessarily happened yet and most of which are likely to never happen. And as a result, you end up experiencing the suffering of what could happen, what may happen, what might possibly happen and at some moment in the future, might get sick, might get broke, might be homeless. And you experience this as, as though it's actually happening right now if you live in the future you often end up worrying if you live in the future it will paralyze you in the present and it's your actions in the present that will determine your results and experience and reality in the future the action you take in the moment determines your future is the actions of your moment that's sculpting your future so your ability to be truly powerful in life is in direct proportion with your ability to stay in the present so Unplug, step number one. Step number two, focus on staying in the present. So as you start paying attention, so what you need to do, my dear friends, is pay attention to your attention. The quality of your life is also in direct proportion to your ability to, to, to know where your attention is at. And so when you're actually conscious and aware of where your attention is at, 
you will often start realizing that your attention is not in the moment, it's in the past, worrying and stressing or, or, or in some guilt or shame about what you could have done in the past, uh, or it's in the future, stressing about what's going to happen. And so when you notice where your attention is at, this is a key question to ask yourself, by the way, where is my attention? Where is my, ask yourself that question, where's my attention at right now? Even as you listen to this conversation, just notice where is your attention? Most of the time, your attention is not in the present moment. Most of your time, your attention is hijacked by some other person, place, situation, or future moment. Notice where your attention is at. Where is my attention at? Observe where your attention is at. One thing that can help you is to connect with your body. To connect with your body. Tune into your body and bring yourself in relationship to your body. That's one way to help yourself tune into the moment. So connect with your body. Connect with your body. Right now you can even reach out and touch your body. Feel your body. Scan your body. Tune into your body. Be aware of your body sensations. The other thing that's helpful to uh, live in the moment, connect, stay in the moment, stay present in this moment is also uh, taking deep breaths. Connecting with your breath. So right now as you're listening to me, take a deep breath. Many times in a moment of crisis, in a moment of survival, what will happen is uh, we start breathing very shallow and we go into this, our body goes into a sort of natural survival instinct mode and uh, we disconnect our breath, we stop breathing and as a result we stop being in the moment. So if right now if you really focus on your breath, if you focus on your breath, you tune into your breath, you become really present with your breath, it will bring you into this moment. So being in the moment, unplug, number one. Number two, being in the moment. Number three, accepting what is. This is key. Number three, to staying strong in the midst of crisis. As I talked about in the beginning, what creates suffering is, a resi is resistance. What creates suffering is this mind, is this mental paradigm that the experience that I'm having is not the experience that I should be having. And so in the moment of crisis, Key number three is to accept what is, to fully accept what is. Accepting the situation that you're facing as it is, instead of fighting it, instead of trying to control it, instead of resisting it, instead of uh, pushing against it. There are so many external factors in life that you cannot control. There's so many things in life that you don't have control over the weather, certain things that happen to you. But what you do have control over is your response. What you do have control over is how you think. What you do have control over is what you choose to do given the situation you're in. I often think of Nelson Mandela. Mandela, who was in you know, prison for 20-some years, 27 years. Can you imagine being in prison for 27 years? Here is a man who did not allow his external circumstance, he did not allow his, the, the physical environment around him to control his internal state of freedom. He managed to find, by choice, by choice and focus, he, he managed to find an inner sense of strength, an inner resourcefulness, I believe real power, real power is not allowing external things, people, places, situations, external factors to determine who you're going to be, to determine how you're going to show up, to determine your level of loving. And so acceptance does not mean being a victim or rolling over or doing nothing. 
right? Acceptance doesn't mean that many times we think, oh, acceptance or surrendering means we just do nothing and just give up. It simply means that you stop resisting what is, you stop banging your head against reality so that you can deal with reality. When you stop fighting reality, in order to actually change reality and change what is, you have to first accept what is. When you accept what is, like it's raining right now or I'm overweight right now or this is the way my spouse is right now. When you accept what is, it brings you in relationship to what is and then the responsibility is to decide what choices you can make and what you can control. When you focus on what you can't control, eventually your mind will drive you crazy. Many times in a moment of challenge, in a moment of crisis, we're constantly focusing on what we can't control. This will only disempower you. This will only leave you feeling helpless. So look at the moments that you're feeling helpless. Look at the moments where you're feeling disempowered and actually check yourself. You will likely find that you're focusing on so many things that you cannot control, things that aren't in your control. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of energy. Fighting reality does not change the situation. It simply keeps you stuck. Key number four, focus on what you can control. I start sharing a bit about that in key number three. But get clear, get, as you accept what is, get super clear on what you can control and put your focus and attention there. If you list the actions in a given moment that are in your power, if you list the actions and get clear what you can control, the phone calls you can make, the, the emails you can write, the actions you can take, and actually do them one by one. When I meet someone who is, who's often in a challenging moment of their life or when I meet someone who's in, in a moment of crisis and they're often freaking out, worried, complaining, you know, just crying, many times I'll find that they're not really taking action. They're, they're wallowing, right? You may have been through this yourself, wallowing in worry, wallowing in feeling sorry for themselves. And when I really look at what actions have you, and I ask them, what actions have you actually taken? Many of them have actually taken, taken no actions. They're just busy worrying. So instead of wasting time worrying, which serves nothing, focus on what you can control. When you're done worrying, the same situation, the same crisis will be staring you in the face. Worrying does not change your situation. If worrying changes your situation, I would just say do more of it. The time you spent worrying, you could be taking action to shift the situation. Key number five, gratitude. In the midst of crisis, in the midst of a challenge, it might sound a little strange, when I'm talking about gratitude, because many times in the moment, in the midst of your crisis, the last thing you are is grateful for the situation. Grateful. But, you know, what often happens is, is maybe 10 years from now, five years from now, seven years from now, 20 years from now, what will often happen is you will look back at who you've become in that moment. And, as you, and you will look back at your life and likely it will be the most challenging moments of your life that sculpted you. It will be the most difficult and challenging moments that, that molded you, that forced you to tap into an inner sense of, of your own wisdom. It forced you to tap into more than was there before and forced you, invited you, invoked you to tap into an inner strength that wasn't there 
prior to that particular crisis or challenge. You know, you you tapped into something you didn't know you were necessarily capable of. And so gratitude is key. Rather than waiting for 10 years or waiting for the situation to be over, in the midst of your crisis, I'm saying take a moment. Take a moment to focus on what you're grateful for. Take a moment. Despite your challenge, despite your challenge, likely you're blessed. Despite your challenge, likely you're more blessed than 40 to 50 percent of the population living on uh, less than two dollars a day. And your greatest problem will likely be someone else's greatest blessing. And so the more you focus, see, attention flows to the point of focus, the more you focus on what you're grateful for, the more you focus and, and, and cultivate the feeling of gratitude. Uh, the opportunity of the crisis starts to reveal itself to you. And so I believe that you don't just become what you think about, but you become what you think about. And so start cultivating a state of gratitude. And I believe when you're in a state of gratitude, when you're feeling the energy of gratitude and thanks for the challenge, for the situation, for the opportunity to go through the heartbreak, the difficult thing, the, when, you're, when, you're, when you're actually in a state of gratitude, you start to unlock within yourself deeper inner resources to be able to handle the situation, to be able to deal with the situation. So ask yourself, what am I grateful for right now in this, in the midst of this crisis? What am I grateful for right now in the midst of this difficult relationship? And celebrate that, feel that you will access resources within yourself. Key number six, I call this aligned action. What this means is simple. When you're in an energized state of mind, you'll have access to more of your innate power and potential. You'll be more effective in making decisions and seeing how to change your current situation much more clearly. And so when, you're, when you connect to your soul, as we've been talking about, when you unplug and you connect to your inner wisdom, when you unplug yourself from the external factors, when you unplug yourself from the fear of society and conditioning, when you connect to your soul, when you connect to your soul, you connect to a strength of power, an inner strength of power that is rooted in something deeper than the world. And when your actions come from fear or lack, you end up creating more suffering. But when your actions come from inner vision and strength, you create miracles with your actions. Your actions are charged with the power of your soul. Your actions are charged with the support of the universe. To me, this is aligned action. Well, you're not just taking action out of fear. You're not just running around, you know, like a headless chicken, just taking action. You're actually taking action from a deeper sense of knowing. You're taking action from a deeper sense of trust. You're taking action connected to your heart, your soul, and your spirit. Action is necessary. It is not enough in a moment of crisis to just pray and meditate and chant and do affirmations to move yourself out of a situation also requires action to bring your vision to bring your prayers to bring your meditation to bring everything in your inner realm to align and embody it to shift the physical realm requires action be in action don't just sit there be in action but be clear in the actions you're taking so that the actions you're taking will be truly effective. Key number seven. This is the final key. This is actually my favorite key. Uh, I call this simply surrender. 
surrender. I mean, we've heard surrender, but simply in a moment of crisis, in a moment of challenge, when you have done the six keys, when you've done everything you can do, when you've done all that you can do, when you've done your part, when you truly have done you many times people say, could have done everything, I've done everything, I've, 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 I've done everything in this situation. And when I ask them what everything means, they, they might say to me, well, I made two phone calls. Two phone calls or you know, reaching out to a few people is not everything. But when you truly have done all you can do, when you've done your part, just make sure you truly have done your part. When you're clear about this, there is a peace inside of you because you know there's nothing else you can do. You've done everything in your power. That is a moment to let go and trust life. That is a moment to trust life to unfold the rest. That is a moment to let go, to move into a deeper sense of trust of existence itself. That is a moment to open yourself up to the infinite creativity of the universe, to allow the, the power and the creativity of the universe to flow, to unfold the relationship, the situation, the difficulty. That is a moment to surrender it all, to give it up when you're faced with a crisis. That is a moment to trust that something more than before is seeking to emerge in your life. That something better and more in tune with who you are today is seeking to happen. A higher good is actually crashing through. So when your life might be falling apart, when you may have lost your job or a relationship ends that you thought was going to be forever. You know, if you resist it, you suffer. But if you truly embrace and surrender the situation, surrender yourself and trust something more magical starts to unfold. Something more magical starts to appear. You begin to reinvent your life. And then you can really, uh, as you really trust, that you can allow yourself to let go. You can allow yourself to let go. And as you let go of the current structure and form of your life, you create the space for something, whether it's a relationship, a job, a friendship, something more uh, authentically aligned with who you are to show up in your life. So let go, surrender, trust bigger than your fear, trust bigger than yourself in the moment of your crisis. Life is working out something more magical than you can currently imagine and see with your conscious mind. Sometimes it's difficult to see in the moments, but sometimes your blessings come gift-wrapped in the form of a crisis. But just make sure you actually open the gift. Make sure you actually open the gift. My dear friends, if you're in a moment of crisis, just know you must be ready. Own that readiness. You would not be going through this if you weren't ready for your next level, and perhaps your moment of crisis is a sign that your next level, the next level of your life, the next level of your evolution is seeking to happen. Let go, trust, and watch miracles occur in your life. If you've enjoyed this episode of Soul Talk, please do share the podcast with all of your friends. Let everyone know and make sure you download Soul Talk today. I'm looking forward to next week where I'll get to share more inspiration with you. Meanwhile, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or social media. You can find out more about my work at www.cooplaxon.com. If you feel ready to take your life to the next level, join me at my exclusive event in Bali, www.boundlessblissbali.com, where you can find out more and apply 
Also, make sure to remember to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment at kublaxon.com. Sending you all big hugs and love now.